Hey, I'm Alex. Hey, I'm Colin. And we are the Fun Sons. In the Slam Dungeon. Hey guys, welcome back to Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. This week, we finally got the man behind 1Z Hip Hop. We had to move around a couple schedules, we had to kill a couple people, but I mean, hey, we finally got the guy. This was a really fun interview to do, so... Let's get to it, but first, a word from our sponsors. Are you tired of using the same artificial bullshit from the supermarket on your skin and hair? Do you want something more natural and more brutal? Try Doom and Groom. They offer many different products ranging from tattoo care, beard care, and skin care. Their products come in a variety of scents including Ritual, Sacrifice, Demise, Possession, and more. And all of the ingredients used are all natural with nothing artificial used. Find out how Doom and Groom can make your tattoos and beards stand out and make you smell great when you go to doomandgroom.net and use our special promo code SLAMDUNGEON at checkout to get 10% off your order. Doom and Groom. Summon the motherfucking Doom. What's up, guys? Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. What's up? What's going on? Who do we got here? Who, who's this gentleman right here we have? What's good? It's it's Onesie Hip Hop. Again, out of Denver, Colorado. Uh, yeah, hip hop artist, man, and uh, videographer. Hell yeah, man. So, my first question for you. It's a bit of a fun one. All right. Um, are you good at freestyle? Hell yeah, man. I honestly don't believe you're a real MC unless you can freestyle. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna put you on the spot with this one. Alright, let's see what you got. Freestyle your rap history. Man, alright. Yeah. So when I was back in the day, I was maybe like 16. I kind of dabbled around with words. It kind of really wasn't what I thought it would be. So I decided to go to hip-hop and put it over a beat. And I actually really loved it, and it got me on my feet. So it went to 18, and I got my first studio. My mom supported me, and I said, hell yeah, that's dope. And my dad, he was doing music for about 50 years. And I was somebody I wanted to be just like him when I reached his age with no tears. And so after 18, I met with this man named... Royal. He was my brother, and everything was really awesome with rap. We were spoiled. It was really great. We made tracks together. We called ourselves Intelligent Design, and we thought we would be together forever like that. But you know, things happen. Things change, just like the weather. So do people and everything in their lives, and they feel like they could do better. But we ended up moving and growing, becoming ID. We got a little notoriety in this scene. We ended up spitting for Scum and the LSP team and all the, everybody that we had that thought we were going to be the top tier dudes, you know? And it just sucks because some of that went out the window due to friendships and other shit that, you know, I won't get into. But after that, I got my own credentials. I changed my name to 1Z Hip Hop somewhere around the middle of that whole debacle. And after that, I started doing my solo albums. That was around 2019, 2020, man. It was one of the best things I've ever had in my life, and I really don't give a damn if anyone doesn't believe me or believe what I am, but I know I think I am the greatest MC in the Colorado land. So right now, I'm working on a new project, just music videos and pushing things through without any objects, in my way or otherwise, and that's why I'm here with these two pleasurable guys. What's up, y'all? That was awesome. <laughs> Holy shit. That was great. Damn. That was impressive. That was really impressive. That was, Thank that you. was great. Like, holy shit. I love freestyling. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, freestyle, like, yeah, that takes some talent. Thank you. It really does. I mean, you having to, like, think up of stuff up on the spot, like, honestly, I didn't think you were able to do it. But, like, <laughs> that just proved me wrong. That was impressive. That was dope. I mean, if anyone in Colorado can, like, freestyle as good as I can, I mean, I only know, like, two people, you know, who can, like, go back-to-back with me. Shout-out to Sage, Corey, I see you, bro, and Jeremy, my boy, Jedi Knight. That fool doesn't really do hip-hop, but, yo, if you get him freestyling, he is the illest on the microphone, dude, for freestyles. Holy crap. Yeah, I'm going to get him up in here one time, and this fool can go on about He can put anything in a verse. It's wild. You'll be talking about Uzbekistan and the Taliban and how we sold drugs to Iran and like all this other shit. And I'm just like, bro, you're way too political and you can rap. You got to do something. So, That's like, awesome. yeah. All right. Holy shit. <laughs> and, uh, who are your biggest influences? Uh, biggest influence, man, I got to say is Crooked Eye. Because that man is respected by, like, the fucking, the God MC out here. I said it. Eminem, that fool can put anything into a fucking rap. And if I had a chance to collab with Crook or Eminem, I'm going to do it. You know, onesie hip-hop featuring Crooked Eye is going to happen. Well, King Crooked now. But that's going to happen for sure. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Um, so I've seen you perform once at Trailside. And you were rapping, and you had your buddy DJing for you, DJ Vinny C. Yeah. What's it like working with him? DJ Vinny C, he's, he's, pretty, he's fun, dude. We were actually, uh, we were part of a label back in the day called MRE. That's when me and that dude, Royal Intelligent Design, we were going to be signed to MRE. Uh, I think we were for a little bit. I'm, I'm pretty sure we were. But uh, that, that was, it was a cool time, man. Having a DJ that was down for your sets, you know, there, all the shows, doing your promotion. This man spinning the ones and twos, putting little scratches here and there, uh, making your set just like polish, you know. That's that shit. You know what I'm saying? He's a good dude. You know, he's 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 cool. You know, we've all had like our shit to deal with in the past, but he's dealt with his. You know what I'm saying? And he's a good dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, how was Gorefest? I heard you played a set there. Gorefest was sick. <laughs> uh, admittedly, I was there up until a little bit of the end of my set, thanks to DJ Vinny C. But also my fault. He was supposed to DJ for me at Gorefest, and uh, I completely forgot. And, uh, he yeah, so, so he, um, I told him that uh, we were getting you on the podcast, and he wanted me to ask you, why didn't you have, a, have him DJ for you? Ah, I, conf- I forgot. <laughs> Simple <laughs> as that. I had so much shit going on with my personal life. I had these videos I'm doing. And then also, The Roxy didn't tell me when I was performing or what day I was supposed to show up up until two days before the show. Oh, so I lost both of my backup people. And I lost, I guess, DJ, because I didn't know he was supposed to DJ for me. So people were mad at me. I was, you know, a little upset at, like, the booking. But, you know, it happens, you know. I mean, I know Scum's a busy man, and he's, like, got his fingers in a lot of pies. So I'm never mad about that, man. But, yeah, that's why. I spaced it completely. But I took him to the Afro show, day one of Gorefest. And that's where that ticket came from right there. We got to kick it with uh, the prodigy himself, R.A.'s prodigy, Afro. All flows reach out. Shout out, bro. And um, it was cool, man. It was a fruitful effort, you know? And Sunday of Gorefest was dope. It was dope. Tore down the last day as good as they could have, man. That shit was fun. What was your favorite set from the Gorefest? Man, uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I got to say, uh, Cody Manson, Scum, and IP, Don't Drink the Kool-Aid. Only because no one's seen the video for that, but I filmed it. <laughs> and, I'm, oh, and I'm upset because I was like, where's the video, man? And then they even performed it. I was like, What? And, like, maybe I missed it if it's out there, but I, I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, man. So, let's let's talk about that new song you got coming out, Into Pieces. All right. So, that one, man, yeah. I wrote that shit almost nine years ago, man. But 
it's a song that like I was in a dark place, man, and like I was I was single, like fresh off of a like four almost five year relationship, mm-hmm. and I was just I hated life, and there was this chick. I mean, I don't think she cares if I say her name. Fuck it. Maddie. Every every dude wanted to get with this chick. And I was just, I just, she was flirting with me, but I was just like, nah, you know, I don't see the appeal, you know? Yeah. Like, she had a bunch of dudes in her DMs, and that just was, I'm, I'm good on that. So, for some reason, I wrote from the point of these dudes. And I was just like, you know what? I wonder what it is like to be obsessed with a chick like that. I've never actually done that. I was like, all right. And so I put, myself, I put myself in a mind state of being absolutely obsessed with a woman I could never have. Because I've never done that. Like, if I can't have a female, I'm not going to sit there and obsess. There's more than that, you know? Yeah. And so when I wrote this, I just I just thought it would be cool. I was depressed. I was fucked up in the head. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what happens. And I wrote a crazy song. Like, and that was actually, the, like, I probably met Jax, like, my fiance now, uh, like, I think three months after that, maybe. Okay. Like, something like that. So, like, yeah, I mean, the world works weird. <laughs> the world is, does work weird in weird ways. Uh, yeah. And uh, who's who's the first rapper you remember listening to? First rapper I remember listening to was Biggie Smalls. I remember oh. I was kicking it in my dad's car, and like my dad didn't like play hip hop. He's like an old school like black dude, like straight up jazz, you know? Jazz, huh? like straight up jazz blues. That's why my middle name's Jazz. But um, I was listening in his car, and we listened to 107.5 or whatever it was back when I was like like ten, maybe eleven, and I fucking heard. Uh, Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I, I started listening to that. And I was just like, oh, oh my God. What? And I was like, Dad, what is this? He's like, that's Biggie Smalls. Don't worry about it. And I was like, Don't what? worry about it. And at that point, I was a metalhead. So, I mean, like, I was a metalhead before I was a hip-hop artist. I did poetry and all that. And I worked on my screaming vocals for a while. I can only do banshee screams. I can't do growls yet. But... Yeah, dude. Biggie Smalls is the first one. <laughs> I love Biggie. He's one of my favorites, honestly. Oh, yeah. He's... I mean, I love Tupac. I love Tupac, but Biggie's my favorite. It's yeah. just... That just is what it is. <laughs> so, kind of kind of going off of that, um, how would you feel... Like, the, the way rap kind of was when, you know, you were a kid, when you first listened to Biggie Smalls, um, how do you feel how it changed from then versus to what rap is nowadays? Oh, man, you're getting into it. All right, so... Yes, we are. <laughs> so, I think a major shift is with uh, culture being accepted. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is going to get real dicey. But, um, so, yeah, disclaimer, disclaimer. I'm putting that out there right now. Disclaimer. <laughs> so, uh, a lot of culture is being accepted. And, like, back in the day when I grew up, men weren't supposed to cry. You know, you're not supposed to show your emotions. What, you little pussy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if you're going to bleep that out, but... Um, yeah, you, you can't show that type of shit when I was growing up. And then nowadays with the culture shift and like it being legal to be gay married in Colorado, you have weed legalized. It's a polar opposite from when we grew up. Mm-hmm. And I find myself getting stuck in those old ways still sometimes, judgmental type shit like when I grew up. And um, uh, well, now that everything's accepted, rappers are coming out being who they already were, you know? So like you have like this uh, rap exterior, which uh, rap is still probably never gonna be okay with accepting just homophobic or hom- gay people. I guess you could say just like they can never like accept like homosexuality. There it is, Jesus Christ. They can never accept that for some reason, and I think it's just because hip hop at its core is an alpha male genre. Like it was made sure. from like expressing yourself, and a lot of these people were angry. A lot of these people were upset. They were upset at their status, the place in life, and all that. But now that you have rappers like. Young Thug, who posted on one of his like uh, album covers in a dress, 
You got little Uzi Vert just openly wearing like handbags, you know. You got like you got men coming out out of the woodwork saying they're bi. You got people doing like famous cosplayers that are dudes like do nothing but cosplays came out with like a cross dress cosplay, you know. And with that is why I think hip hop's changing. And that's why a lot of black men are saying, oh, there's an attack on black men to make them more feminine. No, we're just openly seeing the gay side of yeah. black men. Little Nas X, I support the dude. Heavy. Yeah. I don't care. He's being as weird as we made him. Because if we weren't if we weren't saying, like, oh, the gay people are the devil and they're just going to go to hell, he literally lap danced Satan after being told yeah. years of you're going to hell. And niggas is mad at him. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You've been telling this man that's what he's doing. He's doing it, now you're mad. Like, so. yeah. Even years ago, there was um, Elton John and Eminem singing Stan. Yo, that was, even Eminem's just like, when me and Elton John played Russian career, Russian roulette, I was like, yeah, because both their fans could have fucking with them at any point through that. But they said, nah, we're here, this is what we're going to do. And they did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with all Eminem's gay slurs and homophobic rants and all that shit, and you still collab with Elton John, he's not bad, come on now. <laughs> it's, it's definitely starting to become a little bit more accepted, and it's definitely, um, I don't know. There's definitely like um, back in like the '90s, it was definitely a lot heavier than it was now. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. You know, with like NWA and all that, everyone was just like, "Oh, we gotta be the hardest. We gotta be the hardest out here." At least in the black community, that's what it was. I can't speak for the white community, the Latinx community, but you know, yeah. <laughs> like back then, it was just all about being hard as shit, and then now, you know, we, it, it's more about like being more accepting. Exactly. Know? Toxic masculinity was just called being a man. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Boys will be boys type crap. Right. And um, so next question, uh, what goals do you wish to achieve with your career? Honestly, man, I just want to inspire a lot of people. And I mean, I've done that even without music, which like in itself is like gratifying. You know, like I love that people say like, yo, you've helped me through these times. Like you're my brother, you're like all that shit. You know, it, it helps. But ultimately, like I want to play big shows. I like being the center of attention sometimes. You know, yeah, that shit's yeah. cool. You like, you like being on, on a stage. You like rapping and you like people cheering you on. You just, you love being in that moment. Exactly. And then making music videos and writing songs and like I burn myself out doing my music too much, you know. I'll work myself eight days a week if I if I yeah. let myself. Luckily I have my fiance, Jesus, without her I'd be running myself into the ground. But yeah, I I wanna be on big stages, I wanna inspire people, I wanna just have fun with music. Like once I get the business understood, like all the way of it, I don't understand all of it, like with marketing. Once I understand all that, then I can start having fun with this again. Like, it's been nothing but business and marketing research and figuring out how to get my camera right, how to get this editing right, who I can trust with editing, who I can trust with videos, you know. it's It's been a career building already, and I've been in it 10 years, and I feel like I've gone nowhere. <laughs> you gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah you're telling me, man. <laughs> so, and kind of going off of that, um, have, you, have you achieved any goals? Yeah, I've achieved quite a few goals. Um... One, I've had my own first headlining show. Y'all feel free to take a poster if you'd like as well. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I've got my own headlining show. I have people who are following me, and they are fans. And, like, they are real, they are true fans. They see everything I drop. They tell me what's good, and they tell me that it's going great, you know? Um, and then I ended up filming, again, for Scum with LSP. I remember when I was 16, 17, I went to the Roxy, and... <laughs> He was up on stage, and this is back when Scum was doing da 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 And I was like, oh man, he's kind of cool. And so he got off stage, and I was like, bro, that was so cool, man. How do you remember all these lyrics on stage? He's like, bro, to be honest, I wasn't even saying any words. All I was saying, he's like, all these drunk motherfuckers, they don't know, they don't know the difference. It kind of like it kind of tore down like the the mystique 
of performing for me right there. And I was like, son of a bitch, it's that easy. And then from there, it just went on. And come to find out, he wanted me to film his music videos after, you know, a couple of videographers didn't come through the way he wanted to. And then I came through on a couple collabs. And we're going to be shooting some solo shit here soon. I can't say where. Shush. But we're going to be shooting some solo shit. And I'm excited about that, man. I didn't see myself filming for, like, the gore father of Colorado himself. Bless up. But... I'm, I'm happy about it. Super happy about it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really exciting. Okay. So, what artists would you want to share the stage with? Like, that you would want to perform with? Are we talking local or national or in between? Anything. It could be even different genres of music. Honestly, man. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, damn, that's, that's a good one. Uh, definitely Afro. Definitely King Crooked. Uh, if I had my chance, one below binary star. I don't know if y'all know him. Uh, most deaf, the mighty most, definitely. Um, honestly, I haven't given that. Honestly, like a lot of members of Strange Music too. Them niggas hold it down on stage. Uh, shout out to all the Strange crew right now. But um, you know, Ritz was somebody I'd love to share the stage with. That man is like bigger than life though. So I mean, it'd be hard to get a hold of him. I'm gonna try though, Ritz. Uh, He's good. Man, yeah, a lot of artists, man. Gmo Ski, another one, my brother out of California. Richmond, that fool's dope. I would love to share a stage with him one time when he comes out. If when, when we bring him out. We're bringing you out, G. But, yeah, those people I can think of just off the top of my head right now. Okay, that's a good list. Uh, what is your Mount Rushmore of rappers? If you had to make your own little Mount Rushmore of rappers, what, what, what head would you have up there? Oh, man, I ain't gonna lie if I can. The Ivory, Ivory King over here, Eminem. Gonna have to put him up there. He's just helped me through. He's changed the game for me. Mm-hmm. Um, King Crooked, easy. And the other two, that one's hard, man, because then I'd have to go for, like, people who inspired me to, like, to get my pen game more, like, thoughtful and deep. You know what I'm saying? And that's gonna have to go to, like, <laughs> funny enough, funny enough, niggas gonna hate me for this, but Uncle Joe, Joe Budden, that man taught me how to get my pen game, like, from the heart. He was up here with Royce the Five Nine, Crooked Eye, and Joel Ortiz. He didn't do that flippity ribbity hibbity type shit, but I'll be damned if this man didn't come in the studio swinging like Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? And like, his pump it up joint was cool. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. But, you know. And uh, the fourth one, you know, man, that one's personal. But fourth one, purely because, I mean, it's got to be like either Biggie or Big Pun. You know? The, the Punisher, man, I. The Punisher's insane. That fool's just out of control. He's <laughs> Big facts. And if I could substitute anyone, I mean, as a number five, J. Cole. J. Cole. Easy. I listen to J. Cole daily. <laughs> J. Cole's on the way. Are you more of a sativa or indica kind of guy? Indica. Indica? Very high energy already. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to, like, bounce off the walls and shit, like, any second now. Oh, he's, he's taking another hit, guys. I have to. <laughs> I have to. It's my calm my ass down. Shit. <laughs> so wait a minute. It's your calm your ass down shit, but your sativa. No, I'm an indica smoker. Oh, I thought. That... <laughs> you're all good. Yeah, yeah I'm thought, an indica I smoker. You, I thought you said. I thought you said you're uh, sativa. Uh, if I smoked this shit, it was uh, Durban poison mixed with uh, lemon skunk once, and that shit had me feel like I was I was on like espresso, dude. My whole body was vibrating from like my bones in, and I was like, this sucks. Holy oh, so, oh, shit. I love, yeah, I love no. that feeling. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I like that feeling where you're sitting there and then you kind of feel like you're falling through the couch. Like, you know, you know, Indica? You know. Oh. 
Indica. Indica. Exactly why they call it that. Call that's him that good shit. Crackhead. Yeah, that's what that crackhead means, dude. Green crack. That shit is. I don't. I won't touch oh, green crack. I, I won't love do it. That shit. You're nuts. <laughs> well, shit. Fucking um. We um. We interviewed a band called uh, Nephrectomy. They're a metal band. They're based out of Colorado. Um. James, shout out to James. Um, he had him try Kratom. 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 Whatever the fuck. Kratom. Hold on. Kratom. Okay. All right, I'm back in the saddle. So basically, tell us about that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's. That <laughs> I showed up with a, what was it, like a McDonald's cup or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he came Dr. in with like, yeah, you had like a McDonald's cup and like. And he was like, yeah, you want some Kratom? And I was like, fuck it, I'll give it a try. That shit. Is it like a tea or like, what is it? Like I... So it's like a powder you put into it. And um, you put, so you put the powder into like, I think you usually put it in the water or something like that. Yeah. I, I forget what exactly how you he, use it. He takes this shit. I put it in my Dr. Pepper. Yeah, like, <laughs> James. James takes this shit because I guess he works at a place that does kratom. I pronounced it correctly. Got it. Fuck you guys. I'm I'm slow in the head. Okay. Um. Yeah, he just takes it in like a little cup, you know, and he just goes. He shoots it. Yeah, just the shoots powder. it straight up. Dude, oh no! It's like the cinnamon challenge, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made my stomach hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that sounds absolutely horrible. It's almost like how I used to take like, mushrooms back in the day. We grind that shit to a powder, put that shit in a shot glass with some orange juice, and put it down the hatch. Oh. I've never done mushrooms. I've always wanted to try them, though. Uh, mushrooms and acid are fun. I like mushrooms more than acid, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd do mushrooms. Acid, I feel like, would be a little bit of reach for me. Or it'd probably take a little bit of building up, too. I believe it. Acid is intense as hell. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> so, <clears throat> last question I have for you, my dude. Dang, already? All right. Already. Um, what's some advice you can give for some emerging rappers? Maybe uh, even some advice you can give to your younger self when you started out rapping. Man, man. Didn't mean to put you on the Nah, spot you're good. Uh, that one definitely is uh, believe in yourself and believe in your own talents. You may think that you need some other people to do stuff. You don't. You're talented enough, Definitely. You got to put your mind into your craft as much as you put it into your daily life. So, I mean, with music, man, when I work, I'm at work, I'm thinking of music. I'm writing down lyrics. I'm looking up beats. And, like, when I get home, I try to put that into the studio. And if you don't have a home studio, get yourself a home studio. Because you can record lyrics at your studio. Send them off to make them sound better. You don't have to do that shit yourself. I'm learning that recently. I try to take everything on myself, and it screwed me. But... Yeah, believe in yourself. Do what you have to do to get your project out there. And try not to tell your idea to too many people before it gets out because that'll mess up your energy. And I know that because I'm very, I'm highly influenced by everything around me. That's where my art comes from. So if someone says like, hey man, I don't think you should record this this way. That fucks with the end process I had. I was like, See, wait a minute. No, do I have to? Like it's, yeah. See, here, here sorry to interrupt you. but No, you're see, fine. But here's the thing about people making music, regardless of drama. You're not making music that you think people would like. You're making music you like. Bingo. Make you're, your music. You're writing, you're writing lyrics that resonate with you. You know, that's, that's, the, all, the, the whole, that's the whole thing that matters about making music. 
is you're making it for you. And if people like it, that's fucking awesome. You know? People don't like it, fuck them. <laughs> Big they, facts. Can, they, they can go listen to something else. I think, I think what resonates with most people... With uh, big artists, like, like you see all the big rappers out there, like Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg, and all those like big West Coast characters. You, the thing that makes them so unique is they are being themselves. Like, they're presenting themselves as their own individual self. They're not trying to be somebody else. They're just... They're, not, they're not trying to yeah. impress others. They're trying to impress themselves on exactly. what they can do. Yep. And that's one problem with artists in Colorado is like, I know y'all gonna hate me for this, but I'm making a song called Colorado List, so, aka Madara. But, so, um, these people are making these music that like, is just, it's riding the wave, you know? Like, I can tell you one person that I really like their music, that is like, it seems like it's riding wave, it's definitely not Troy Good. That man makes some crazy cool music. And it's like, not even the music I usually listen to, you know? But it's like got that aggressive style and some lyricism and like some hard-ass beats. And I was like, okay. Okay, this isn't no like little Yachty fucking, none of that little Uzi Vert type of music, you know? That's like, grab your nuts and say fuck you to the opposition type shit. But he sings it with like a, um, with almost like a little bit of an auto-tune feel to it. So I'm like, that's different. That's different. I got nothing wrong with the new music today. I have the problem is I have with it is uh, the unoriginality, because like if you're gonna do something, do it creative. That's like gore hop. I don't listen to a crap load of gore hop because it's how many ways can you chop somebody up in a bathtub? It's not creative, yeah. you know. But then you got people like you know scum. That shit can get. <laughs> He's got some creative joints. IP one of the most creative gore hop artists I've ever heard. That fool's incredible. Well, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> So then, what what kind of advice would you give your younger self? That, that Believe kind in of, yourself. Yeah. That kind of same advice. All of it, dude. Everything I just said. Believe in yourself. You can do it yourself. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have avenues, but make connections as well. Yeah. Like making connections, that's most of the business is FaceTime. You know. Yeah. Late nights of like whether it's sitting there drinking with a motherfucker, just letting him spew out his shit, and then you're like, hey, would you like to collab? He's like, you know what? You've been listening to me for a minute. Yeah, man. What's good? You know, <laughs> yeah. like it's that type of shit, man. And a lot of people don't know that this business is not cut and dry. It's, it's the farthest thing from it. Like, you'll have late days, and some days you'll be like, hey, this video shit's going to take like four hours. It's done in 25 minutes, you know what I'm saying? Someone didn't show up, camera's messed up, or maybe you just shoot it quick enough because you know what the fuck you're doing. You know? Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Be willing to be flexible. That's another one. And see, the other thing, too, is like kind of going off of that of like, you know, sitting with people, you know, talking with them, and like, in, in the music industry, it's it's more or less like it's not what you know about like the music you make, what like what you do. It's who you know. Yep. You know, you, you build those connections. You you build relationships with people. You know, it's yeah. It's what you do with that friendship, that relationship, that that defines really what you're how seriously you're taking your career. You know. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, me, I've I've definitely kind of fucked off some friendships at times. You know, mm-hmm. just because of my own personal shit, but. There's other ones I'm taking all the way to the top. <laughs> so <laughs> pick those shits carefully. Definitely, definitely. So then, um, we, we we were talking on our way here to your place. Um, what uh, style of rap you you do? Was that we we were talking either East Coast or West Coast? I have no idea, dude. I'm not even. Gonna <laughs> See, when I when I when I when I watched you perform with DJ Vinny C. Um, you you kind of came off as very aggressive with your delivery. Um, 
you had a lot of East Coast vibes. I appreciate that. Yeah. And you also you also had like a lot of like old school vibes with you. I appreciate that too. That's so, where a lot of my stuff comes from, a lot of my inspiration. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah, what about you guys? What y'all listen to? As far as as far as rap, um, See, I'm, I, I'm like to, you. I kind of listen to more old school shit, you know, like Biggie, Tupac, you know, Ice Cube. Yeah. That kind I, of shit. I'm all over with rap. Like, I listen to Biggie. Biggie is one of my favorites, honestly. Um, Eminem has always been a really big one for me, too. Most Def, you got to. Um, I, I listen to a little bit of everything. Yeah, but, like, like, like I said, like, <laughs> he, he, he listens to ska. Yeah. He listens to metal, like he listens to rap. He's all over the damn place. He's like, I remember one time we were going to our buddy's house down in the, in, in the springs. He's all pulling up like some crazy shit. And, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Calling like, I think I showed him Young Gravy on that. Oh jeez, <laughs> Young, young Gravy. I fuck with Young Gravy. Young Gravy is wild. You guys should listen to this dude called Gazoo's. This fool's. Nuts! I can barely understand what this fool's saying. I think he's like Russian or something like that. But that fool got straight drill music. That, that shit is dope. Damn, this dude, shit. Huh? Oh, he's dope. He's dope. That I can't understand awesome. what he's saying, but yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah, definitely check it out. Well, you live a busy life. I know you do. Correct. I yeah. I keep myself busy. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. That's I mean, that's sure. that's good. It's it's better than being bored, right? Most definitely, I've been both. So, we're gonna close this episode out. Yeah, yeah. it's been a it's been a great time talking with yeah, you. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, it was Step a great time on. talking with you, buddy. Yeah, hell yeah! Thank y'all for having me on the podcast, man. Uh, hopefully, blessed one more time. So, you know, one last thing before we go, um, I did see that post about the new music coming out, the Into Pieces, correct? Yeah. When can we expect that? Into Pieces is gonna be coming out. I think it's fucking what did I say October twenty fifth. Okay. I think 25th, it's like five, four days from now, something like that. Got to color correct it in, you know, the old computer. But Wait, yeah. October? Or uh, September, September, my bad. Yeah, I was about 25th. to say. Uh, I am so in good. spooky season, man, I want it to be October. Oh, I'm, <laughs> saying, I think everybody's like in the spirit of spooky season. Oh, yeah, man. About to do a Halloween photo shoot. It's going to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. So it's September 25th for Into Pieces. Indeed, and then watch out for the song Madara and uh, Colorado Lists. That's going to be coming out, uh, shot by Nico Music, featuring the legendary DJ Deuce out here, and my boy Demigod from, I think he's from Utah, or I, don't, I actually don't know where the man's from, but it's my he's man. He's from somewhere. Yeah, he's an EDM artist. I want y'all to get on here sometime, but yeah, he did the beat, and yeah, he, I haven't seen this dude in like three years, but he just sent me a beat, and I was like, let's do it. So yeah, Madara, Onesie Hip Hop, going to be coming... Hopefully the end of this month, 31st. I'm happy. <laughs> all, right, all right. Awesome. So yeah, guys, uh, check out Into Pieces from Onesie Hip Hop coming out. Uh, sept- I would... I was uh-huh, see? Yeah. You see? <laughs> the spooky season, man. September 25th, YouTube, correct? Yeah, it's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on all platforms. Okay, so basically, whatever platform you listen to music on, uh, if you want to watch the video on YouTube... Definitely check it out. Check out his other stuff as well. Yeah, I'm sure you got other stuff out there too, right? Yeah, check me out on Spotify. It's just at Onesie Hip Hop, O-N-E-Z-H-I-P-H-O-P. Same thing on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is Onesie Hip Hop, the number one. Right after that, I'm dropping all my stuff on all those. And, you know, I'll be on my Apple Music and TuneCore and all that stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was nice. That was like a two. That was nice. <laughs> that was a little sneak up. 
<laughs> yeah, um, check them out. Um, show your support. And um, thank you for your time. Of course, man. Yeah, thank you for having me, Mo. Oh, thank yeah, you for man. sure. It's been a blast talking to you. Hell yeah, really bro, been fun. yeah. So, hey, Colin. Yeah. Next week. What do we got going on next week? You know, I really don't know. Man, I'm really... More hip-hop? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> um, do you know, I, don't, I, I, I seriously don't even know who we have next week. I, feel, I have a feeling it's going to be quite terrifying. Yes, it, it is. I think we actually might die. Yeah, we might die. Yeah. Well, hey, it's going to be fun, whatever. Let's you got see. Maris on, don't you? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Away the whole story. <laughs> well, cat's out of the bag, guys. Cats we got Maris the Great next week. Um, yeah. Really excited to shoot this one. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So, all right. Thank you so much for your time, buddy. Of course, man. You guys are awesome. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thanks for listening in. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening in. Tune in next week where, like Onesie Hip Hop said, we finally got Maris the Great. He's honestly the most requested guest on this podcast, and we finally have him. I'm so excited for this interview. Oh, my God. Anyways, thank you so much for listening in. I know I say this every single episode, but your support truly means the world to us. It's It's been awesome. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you for your support. And as always, we'll see you next time.